Welcome to Seven Trees, a podcast about Fircrest, the jewel of Pierce County. I'm your host, Joe Barentine. In each episode, we'll explore the stories, the people, and the happenings in this wonderful city. This is our first of what I hope will be monthly episodes. Each month, I'll give you an update on the city council. We'll have a conversation with local folks who are doing cool things in our community, and I'll look ahead to meetings and events in our area that you should know about. Today's episode features Fircrest residents Jennifer Arnold and Anastasia Greenmore. We talked about the upcoming Black History Month event they are hosting at the Fircrest Community Center on February 25th and their work to help make Fircrest a more inclusive city. We'll get to that conversation in a minute, but first, let's take a quick look at what the City Council is up to. All those in favor of the motion, please say aye. 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 All those opposed, please say nay. The motion carried 7-0. to zero. Council Member Reynolds has been selected for the position of mayor for a two-year term, effective immediately. And with those words from City Clerk Arlette Burkhart, the council started their work in 2024. In that first meeting of the year, Councilmember Nikki Bufford was also elected mayor pro tem, and the council welcomed newly elected Councilmember Karen Maurer-Smith. At the study session on the 16th, the council got an update from the Tacoma School District on the Whittier Elementary Rebuilding Project. One of the things that we do, that we make sure that we do, is that we do not ever move our kids during the school year working on any project anymore. Morris Aldrich, the Tacoma School District's Director of Planning and Construction, answered questions and laid out the timeline for replacing the elementary school. So when we move those students during that two years, part of what we will start doing then is doing our design, and then getting ready for construction so that two years later, in the fall of 27, these students would then move back into their new campus. Coming up in February, the council will hold their annual joint meeting with the Planning Commission on February 6th, and they are expected to take a deep dive into current policing policies and discuss the use of traffic cameras at the study session. As a reminder, the City Council's regular business meetings are on the second and fourth Tuesdays at 7 p.m., and the monthly study session is on the third Monday at 6 Agendas are posted on the city's website at least 24 hours before the meetings, and printed copies are available at City Hall. Community comments are taken at all the business meetings, and all of the council members' email addresses can be found on the city's website, cityoffircrest.net. Welcome back to Seven Trees. This morning we're speaking with Anastasia Greenmore and Jennifer Arnold, Fircrest residents and equity and inclusion consultants who are hosting a, a Black History Month event at the Community Center, February 25th. Good morning and welcome. Thank you for coming over this morning. Yeah, thank you for having us. So first, tell me about the event and what, what uh, what's happening at the event. Yeah, okay. So we are having what I think is Fircrest's first Black History Month event on February 25th, as you said, from 1 to 2.30 at the Community Center. Um, here in the heart of Fircrest. And it's a family-friendly event. Um, We're going to have food there from local Black-owned restaurants, so come hungry and come ready to eat. And we'll have some local community leaders and speakers, and we hope to create a dialogue. Um, So we hope to do something like a QA and a where we can actually uh, hear people's stories, hear the, the stories that are wonderful community leaders have to share with us, but also um, have people be able to engage and 
talk a little bit more. And then we want to also have, we will also have tabling uh, and be highlighting some local owned black businesses of a variety of different things. Um, this is Anastasia. I don't know if I need to say that. <laughs> and um, we're really excited to bring neighbors together and celebrate uh, black history in the area, really trying to highlight uh, some stories from neighbors who have lived here for years and highlight some local businesses and art and culture. And I have plenty more that I could say about the event, but I'll let Jennifer chime in. I'd say we're super excited about this event because we know community and history is at the heart of Fircrest, but sometimes there are stories that um, maybe we don't pull out enough. And so we have amazing black leaders in our community. Um, and so this is a chance to really pull out and highlight some of those stories. What's it like to grow up in Fircrest um, as a black person? And what's, what does the future look like in terms of um, the businesses, the events, the, the initiatives that are um, on the horizon, so. Yeah, so uh, the event itself, uh, I, we should start by saying, uh, you mentioned both Jennifer and I are equity and inclusion consultants. So my business, Reclaiming Us, and Jennifer's business, Reciprocity Consulting, um, will be sponsoring this event. And we really hope to invite our other businesses here in Fircrest to join us in helping make this come to life. Uh, some of the things, as Jennifer alluded to, we're going to have some of our community leaders speak, uh, like Senator Tawana Nobles, uh, uh, Councilwoman Nikki Bufford, Deputy Mayor, and Councilwoman Nikki Bufford. Uh, her father as well, he's lived in the community since the 60s. He grew up here. So he's got an incredible perspective and an incredible story. And I think we're still working on some other folks uh, to get out. So we really, really want to um, highlight these uh, beautiful stories from our community and uh, hopefully uh, invite neighbors to see a different side of Fircrest than maybe they see on the daily. Sure. So let's talk about, let's broaden it up a little bit. This is, oh yeah. I wanted to add one more thing. Yeah. So we know people have busy lives and we're super excited about the event. We expect it's gonna be a, a active, busy, excited crowd, but we also know that maybe not everybody will make it out to the event and we really wanna show that support throughout the community. Um, and so we're gonna have an interactive, um, art piece where we're going to have um, these flyers, a medallion that you can cut out and post on a poster at the community center anytime during the month of February. And we really see that as a way to like call out like we believe in an inclusive for Crest and we want to celebrate Black History Month as a part of that. We also look forward to celebrating other parts of our community. Um, but but now we're starting with Black History Month here in February. That's great. So um, let's talk about why. Why are you doing, why are you hosting this event and why now? Well, one of the reasons, like we've been in October, uh, Jennifer and I with a few other neighbors planned a mixer because we just wanted to get some people together who cared about a welcoming and inclusive fur crest. And it was, we just literally ate food and, and played some games and got to hear people's stories um, their connections to this community. And that was really powerful. And, you know, here, you know, sort of a quarter of the year, quarter of a year later, it's really important. Last year, uh, Councilwoman Bufford, she proclaimed, you know, did the proclamation for Black History Month. Um, I was really touched by that. I was really touched by um, Pride Month when everyone came out to the council meeting and showed up for their support. And so now I think we want to take that 
you know, a step further, we see these incredible community events being planned by um, the Parks and Rec Center. And, you know, please lower your expectations. We don't have that level of budget. <laughs> but um, for me, uh, being able to highlight and celebrate Black History Month and, you know, talk about some of the achievements right here in our own backyard, some of the history, the the tough parts of it, but also the joy that Black people have experienced right here. I think it's um, really important to highlight when you have a community like Fircrest that people feel so invested in, so um, that people love so much that they see the multiple facets of like what makes this place special, and and really what can we do, you know, in the future to make sure it continues to be a welcoming community, but to to many more people. And I would say central, this is Jennifer, um, central to all of my work, professional and personal life, is really building community and making connections in the community, which is why, you know, when we moved here um, to Fircrest a number of years ago, we just felt really at home. It's a small enough community where we can actually know each other and do cool things together. So this is just an example of one of those events, but really Anastasia and I bonded over the idea of like, let's do more of these. Let's find ways to get to know each other better and really talk about what we want to see for our future, for our children, for our elders in the community. You know, we, we all belong here, and let's um, make it a welcoming place. We're also changing. You know, the, the, the community in Fircrest is changing, so how can we understand that change and move forward positively? Um, and so we're really interested in that long-term arc of what these conversations look like and finding more opportunities to come together. Um, and that can just mean again, those connections. So when somebody in the community needs something, we're here for each other. It can also mean maybe policies or decisions that are coming up. And so we need to start those conversations and building those relationships. So when those big decisions come, um, we're ready to kind of work together and make informed decisions. Yeah. yeah, and I think something I haven't necessarily said explicitly, but that's really on my um, heart as we think about this event and, and highlighting black life in Fircrest. Um, you know, our communities here not just in Fircrest and in Tacoma and in the greater Seattle area and in Washington, but in the United States, they look a certain way because of years of systems that have excluded some people from living in certain places. And I don't mean, you know, there are a lot of intangible things, but there were some really tangible, um, really structural reasons that, you know, not just black people, but people of color couldn't buy houses in certain places in Pierce County, um, including part of Fircrest. So, you know, Though we want to highlight things like that while also looking to the future because those are those systems were designed and that means we can imagine and design um, a new way of being together here. So um, that's really important to me. And maybe just highlighting because you can't see us as a podcast, but <laughs> Jennifer, I'm a white woman, but it's important for white folks to um, move these issues forward and to create spaces um, and working here with Anastasia, I'll let you introduce yourself. Um, yeah, I, I am a black woman. And, you know, when I was moving here and choosing this as a place to live, I wanted to know that my family um, was going to be safe and seen and welcome here. And, and I want I want that for, for everyone. And I want that for, for other folks who look like us. And I would say that as a white woman, I'm not just a white woman, I'm a person, you know, and I believe on connecting at that level and yet recognizing that being white has meant that certain doors are open or there's certain privileges 
that me and my family have experienced. And so not to feel shame or bad about that, but to create opportunities so that everybody can feel those opportunities. And it can be really hard to, when I feel welcomed, to even recognize that there are other people that are not welcomed or that may actually feel rejected or pushed out. And so as a white woman, I feel like it's and other, you know, white folks to connecting and slowing down and asking people, what are your experiences? Are there doors that are being shut that I don't even know about? So I feel like that's part of this conversation that we're hoping to have. Well, I think this is all good stuff. Uh, and I can't wait to uh, to join you guys on this journey because uh, something doesn't mean this is the beginning of something. This is not uh, a one-off thing. So uh, again, I want to thank you for coming over and having our chat today. There's a lot going on in our community, so here are a few things to keep an eye on. On February 3rd, the Pierce Conservation District will host their monthly Whittier Park work party. The 9th is the Daddy-Daughter Dance at the Community Center, and the Pool Party Room will begin renting for the summer on February 28th. If you have an event or activity coming up that you'd like to add to our calendar, or a question about Furcrest that you'd like me to look into, send an email or voice memo to seventreespodcast at gmail.com. That's a wrap for today's episode of Seven Trees. I'd like to thank Jennifer and Anastasia for spending a few minutes with us today. Stay tuned for future episodes where we will continue to explore this incredible city and its people. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.